0: to How to Become the Leader You Are podcast. My name is Robbie, and I am passionate about leadership and personal growth. In today's episode, we're going to be diving deep into the defining of leadership, the truth, truly understand the difference between leadership and management. This is a key concept that many people get wrong for many different reasons. And I want to start off this brand new podcast, from the basement and work our way all up, all the way up. So many of us in our lifetime have had many, many different types of bosses, leaders, whatever you want to call them. And there is a distinct difference between those. And one of the distinct differences between those is how they do things and and the way they carry things out. A boss is going to be more detail-oriented, controlling everything with a fine-tooth comb and things like that, which are not always the best thing to do. So one of the things I would really like to do is to start off by defining the word manager. Let me get that pulled up real quick and we'll get that shared. It's a real basic concept and a lot of people get this confused. But what the definition of a manager is going to be, I can get things to cooperate with me here. There we go. A person that manages, one that manages such as, a person who conducts business of household affairs or a person whose work or profession is to manage, a person who directs a team or athlete. So they're giving you specific instructions as to how to carry things out. Now, let's look at a leader and see what they say about a leader. You'll start seeing the distinct differences here. Something that leads, such as oh, let's see, that's not the one I was let's look. Take a little moment over here. Okay. The person as an employer or supervisor who tells people or workers what to do. Now that that's that's a boss. So there again, that's not a True leader in a sense of what I am looking for. Okay, let's see here. It is not giving me the one that I really am looking for here. So let me expand on that just a little bit. Ah, here we go. Leadership, the capacity to guide the actions of a person or group. The company's high turnover rate is a sign of Poor leadership. How many of you have seen that when you're a employer? You know, they got poor leadership. They don't really go out and solve problems. There's a lot of conflict. You had the micromanagers that want to tell you how to handle every little minute aspect of your job. And they don't give you any control to make decisions on how to best carry out your position. Even though you're doing that position day in, day out. You're going to have really good insight. Now, will you know everything? No, you're not going to know every single thing there is to know, but you're going to have a really good idea of what needs to be done. Now, it is also the leader's position and responsibility to provide the training for the team to make sure they have the skills and the knowledge that's necessary to be able to carry out the mission, whether that's in a corporate world setting. firefighters, EMTs, police officers, whatever the case may be, the leader of the team has to make sure the knowledge is there. Once they have the knowledge, it may need some fine tuning and you can do that. We'll get into how to do that a little bit here momentarily, but the leader is ultimately responsible for every single thing that happens on the team. There is no delegating responsibility. Period. So if something goes wrong, it's going to be that leader's fault. Period. There's no way around that. Now, that is why you want to work with your team and get to know them, not just from the job standpoint, but on a more personable level where you can empathize with them to be able to connect, learn their weaknesses, learn their strengths, to be able to guide them and build on what they have. Each person is going to have a unique skill set and a different skill set than everybody else. Now, we're all going to have some similarities and some strong points, but we're also going to have our weak points. So the leader has got to define who's strong in areas, who's weak in areas, to be able to, put the best person for the job in that position. That's why you have to work with people closely to get to know them, to empathize with them, to learn all about them, learn what's going on in their head. They could be having a bad day because of something personal that's going on at home. If you don't know them, you could miss out on a tremendous lot tremendous things and really hurt the team so it's very important to you know em- empathize and get to know your team now as i said the leader is responsible on all aspects you, you can delegate authority but you cannot delegate responsibility that's just the way it is there's there's no if ands or buts about that when you are a leader that's how things go so that's why you want to take the time to really focus in on the individual strength to make sure you've got the right person in the right goal so that the team wins. And when the team wins, what does the leader do? The leader will give responsibility and the praise to the team. And when something goes wrong, there again, it goes back to the leader of that team, whatever the case may be and then once that weak point is identified then the leader goes to that weak point whatever that may be and you work on that to make that a strong point stronger than what it was to be able to make the team successful to be able to move forward it's all about building relationships being being a leader knowing how to pull the strengthen the good points out of people and make them even stronger. When you do that and you're able to do that, you're going to do great things. It's not always easy. Sometimes the leader has to have the tough conversations and say, Hey, you know, you're not doing this quite as well as I know you can. What can we do to improve that? How do you have those tough conversations to, you know, Get the people to realize, yeah, I made a mistake. I can do better, and I'm going to do better. How do you go about doing that without sounding like the manager coming, oh, man, you know better now. Why would you screw that up? This is all your fault. If you do it that way, you're not going to get any kind of results. Right, I guarantee it. You're going to get people that's going to get defensive right off the bat. They're going to be disgruntled. They're not going to be happy. But as a leader, when you're coming in and you come up to somebody, you can sit them down and have a say, hey, you know, things didn't go quite as good as we would like for them to have in this situation. What can, what do you recommend? Talking to the person that had the uh, not so great performance in this case, what can we do to improve? For next time. What do you what do you think are some solutions? And they're gonna list out a few things. You're gonna get their buy-in doing that. And that's what it's all about. Getting them to buy into it. All right. Once you do that, you move along, you've had time to make those changes. And let's say they didn't make make the cut next time. Then what do you do? Well, you come up to them and say, hey. You know, let's let's set time to have a conversation. Well, when it comes time for that conversation, you sit them down. You've already had one conversation where they gave you input on how how to fix it, right? So you sit them down and say, hey, look, you know, I thought we'd come up with a solution to this problem, and we had the same solution as last time, and, you know, this, this was your idea to come up with this plan, and it just, it just didn't pan out this time. So we, we've got to make sure that we're hitting the targets next time. So, you know, you agreed to do this. You thought this was a great plan, and I agree with you. But we've got to make sure that we're hitting our targets, and we're, we're making sure we're getting these things done. Those are the type of conversations that the leader's going to have to have with people sometimes. And absolutely, they are not fun. Not at all. But they've got to be done sometimes. So when you're having those conversations with the different people on the team, get their buy-in. Figure out what their thought process is. Now, there's gonna be times where when they're, you know, saying, hey, I think this is gonna work this way. And as a leader, you may see that it is the worst idea you have ever heard of. And you know it's not gonna work. What are you gonna do in that situation? Well, there again, you, you could be the manager and come in. Man, that's the stupidest idea I've ever seen. What, what are you thinking coming up with that? Why would you even want to consider that? Who, who's going to respond well to something like that? I don't think anybody would, to be honest with you. But when you come up and you say, okay, I, I see where you're wanting to go with this. You've got some ideas. But what if... What are you going to do when this happens over here? And you you can kind of say, hey, this is what's going to happen or what could happen. And they'll look and they'll think like, oh, crap. That's not such a good plan. That's going to cause problems. And you can say, absolutely. So what can we do to ensure that we avoid this problem? And then they can rework their plan. There again, you're not saying your plan's a stupid idea. You're letting them realize oh, I made a mistake. I need to change it up a little bit and do something different. And let them come up with the ideas to move things forward and progress. When you do that and you have your team buying in, there'll be some progress, but there's going to be some differences. It's going to really help move your team forward in one of the best ways possible. So we've talked about the fundamentals of leadership. We've talked about what makes someone a good leader. Getting that buy-in, giving that guidance, not just coming in and chewing them out, right? We've talked about some of the core qualities of leadership. Building self-awareness of a leadership. Well, that right there is, is, is great. So as a leader, do we really see all of our shortfalls? Well, of course not. That's why you have to work closely with the people around you. You've got their trust. They've got your trust. And you're going to have to listen and, and hear what's being said from your, from your leaders and the people around you. See how you can improve and make things better. Read articles, read books, constantly learn from different people on different leadership styles, different leadership tactics, in ways that you can improve. Every single person out there has a different way of looking at things. And until you can see it from their eyes and explain it the way they're gonna understand it, it's really not gonna go the best way for you. That's why it's so important to understand these concepts and then really apply them to the leadership positions. You want your team to be the best. You don't want to be second best. You want to be the absolute best. And when you do these things as a leader, giving your team input, building their confidence, building their awareness, you are building leaders yourself. You're not just building followers or robots that's going to do what you've done and what you've dictated needs to be done. And when you build leaders, you will be successful. Thank you for listening to this episode on how to become the leader you are. We're going to dive deep into some more topics on leadership as we continue this series. I'm going to try and get them pushed out pretty regularly. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. If you have a specific area you'd like covered, reach out to us. We look forward seeing you next time. Have a great day.